Welcome to the VIP Lounge. VIP Lounge Presenting friendship in the VIP Lounge Entra o som dentro de mim Ouve o coração Profundo Inspiração Da dança Da alma Sempre comigo Está tu Música do coração. More music, less chat. SonicStreamRadio.net.
brand new day, a brand new start to a brand new show. Anane. Music and life.
She's still DJ Beloved. God favors. Here it is. Presenting Frenchie's Triple Pack live in the VIP Lounge.
a morning blessing with this track that's the way it is and you know what I'm feeling a bit festive so I'm going to play a bit of a naughty track but a nice track celebrating Christmas Kai and Kyle the way it is I'm your host, they call me Frenchie, and you know what we're going to do? We're going to go into the mix with Bobby D'Ambrosia. I know we're early. I always love this track, and I hope you like it too. Here it is, presenting Frenchie's Triple Pack, live in the VIP Lounge. Santa bringing gifts for the boys and girls. Hero flying across. 
soul, jazz, and soulful house in the VIP 3x3.
3 for the best in classic soul, jazz, and soulful house in the VIP 3x3. What's up, man? It's your man, so I would love you to join me with your star, Frenchie. You already know what it is. Yeah. More music. More music. Less chat. You're still listening to Frenchie. You must be doing something right.
VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it.
in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it. So 
Frenchie's going three by three for the best in classic soul, jazz, and soulful house in the VIP three by three. VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it. You're still listening to Frenchie. He must be doing something, right?
for the best in classic soul, jazz, and soulful house in the VIP 3x3. Music to make you feel good. SonicStreamRadio.net
3x3 for the best in classic soul, jazz, and soulful house in the VIP 3x3. Music to make you feel good. SonicStreamRadio.net
In the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it. The VIP Lounge will be back in a short while with a very special guest. Blessing the ladies in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Back to 57, the Hutchison Sundeans, four, five, six years old, on the Jerry Van Dyke Show in Terry Holt, Indiana. And we won the show and we sung Christian Automobile. My father was playing guitar. We were the Hutchinson Sunbeams. Marie Hutchinson, she was the talent coordinator for the Jerry Van Dyke Show. We were singing, tell him what you want. I got a telephone in my bosom and I can read him up. We won that particular performance, but we were a gospel group starting out as the Hutchison Sunbeams. When the record companies got in, they wanted to be three girls. That was the beginnings, 1957, 58, 59. Folks like Gladys, she has that kind of voice. Aretha, only few people have that. You know, Mavis has it. That's something, because I remember that was really a stickler on us singing our notes and our pronunciation so that no one can hear you and say, oh, that's a black group or that's a this group. We sounded just generic. Isaac Hayes, as you know, the Staple Singers was with Stacked Records. We got our first recording, Stacked Records. It was so exciting because of course, Isaac who was the writer personified. It seems like Isaac picked the songs that we wrote. Denise Williams, who was so prolific on stage, oh my God, because she wrote for us two or three songs. The Flowers album with Earth and Fire. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie.
VIP lounge. But anyway, I like people coming up singing our songs, hearing their rendition. Like when I don't want to lose your love, that was on the Flowers album. When we were the Hutchinson Sunbeams, it's like, why can't we keep this name? It's one that people could just roll off their tongue. Hutchinson, Hutchinson. Well, I guess you can't roll that off. My father, he said, it's amazing. When you guys sing, people would either cry or they would just dance and just be overwhelmed with joy. He said, hmm, they do all the emotions. You can see someone going through, maybe if they were in love or it just seems like the emotion would be on their faces. And dad came up with that. He says, well, the emotion, that'd be perfect. We had a few others names that we came up with, but not as good as the emotions. Became the emotions on the first Stax albums. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Don't know how to explain the 
VIP Lounge will be back in a short while with a very special guest. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. You are now on the guest list for the VIP Lounge. A special tribute to Pamela Hutchinson. Well, let me tell you, there is Father's friend, Ron Ellison, and he was that time working with Warner Brothers. I believe he was a drummer, and he knew him and Maurice were great friends. Ron Ellison introduced Maurice to my father. He lived in Chicago at that time, and he was always with Donnie Hathaway. He was with the jazz singer down at Ratso's, you know, and everybody would go just to see this band play, right? And so Ron knew my father and knew that we sang. The only time he could meet with us, he was playing at the Music Center with Minnie Ripperton, and that was the only time that he had to meet with us while everybody was in town. We got over there. We were up in his living room. We heard the most heavenly music. And that was Charles Stepney on the grand piano playing something him and Minnie Ripperton were going to do later at the music center. And we was like, wait a minute, Minnie Ripperton and I, he said, you guys want to go? That did it. And I've never been to a classical music. What he asked us when we came down there, do you guys have any songs? No one ever asked us that. They usually just come out pulling songs that they have for us. And he said, oh yeah, we do. I sat down at the piano, I, I played about five or six songs, I Don't Lose Your Love, How Can You Stop Loving Someone, Time Is Passing, was How Can You Stop Loving Someone. Just was an eerie thing and Stephanie just thought it was a sign. You know, he's like, wow. He said, you know, you have the kind of a melody thing as Maurice, my buddy Maurice. And I mean, after a while, I felt so honored and I started a production company, but that's a whole nother thing. When he heard I Don't Lose Your Love, Marks is like, hey, she just had these songs and they were tailored for us. That's what we said. And he was right. And then Maurice said, hey, Wanda, you know, that's a good song. Let's take the tempo. It's a song about my first love, and I can't sing that fast. It's got to be something like I'm telling a story. I saw he knew what he was talking about, so we did it his way. Freddie got on the drums, his brother, Bernie, got on the bass. And I'm like, you never heard this. Started playing it faster, you know. I don't want to do your love. I don't 
And I kind of liked it. So you guys will be the girl group. It would be perfect. And he was right. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. You are now on the guest list for the VIP lounge. You're still listening to Frenchie. He must be doing something right. Special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. My special tribute to Pamela Hutchinson of the Emotions.
76, 77, we were on tour with Earth, Wind & Fire. Domestic American tour, 76, and then 77, we went to Europe. When they come on with the antics and the harmony, the production that they did, and he was so much into our production, that's what really did something. I'm like, how are we gonna go up against that? They've got this and that. He got someone to come in and work with us. And Denise Williams, Ramsey Lewis, us, Earth, Wind & Fire. What a show. Blessing the ladies in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. You are now on the guest list for the VIP lounge.
Lounge will be back in a short while with a very special guest. Featuring the sister Wanda Hutchinson from the Emotions. You are now on the guest list for the VIP Lounge. More Earth, Wind and Fire, I think, music involved with the emotions have. That's why the emotions, he says, in Earth, Wind and Fire were meant to be. I guess I could see that, even on Boogie Wonderland. Live in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Oh. 
sharing a special tribute in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Blessing the ladies in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. listening to French. He must be doing something, right? Maurice always sang with us. You know, people say, oh, wow, it sounds like it's more people. Because Maurice always sang with us. Except for the, oh, that song, Don't Ask My Neighbor. He didn't sing on that one. Live in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. The greatest soulful memories with Frenchie. You don't understand 
VIP Lounge. My special tribute to Wanda Hutchinson of the Emotions. Bless it. Blessing the ladies in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. You're still listening to Frenchie. He must be doing something, right? It's all about my special tribute to Pamela Hutchinson featuring in the interview box Wanda Hutchison Specially edited for the VIP Lounge with yours truly Wait to be there. There is a 
Kissing the ladies in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. guest list for the VIP lounge. He would sing with us. I mean, why don't we sing with us? He said, okay, hip. I said, that's good. I like that. He became my big brother, side by side. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. I was touching girl. Time made me see Stop the mystery Taught me that love and time Will change your mind And make it right Bring your darkness to the light My heart sings in the night My love I bring to you This rendezvous 
sharing a special treat in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Very special tribute to Pamela Hutchinson featuring her sister Wanda. Let's groove tonight. I mean, he was the greatest experience that happened with me musically. It was best of my love. I sung it in the key that he sang. He said, Linda, you got to sing it an octave higher. I said, well, I like it down here. It's made of staples. He went, no, you got to sing it. Doesn't take much. And he was, doesn't take much to make me happy. So I was singing it like that. got to sing it up. I don't sing up there. Shiva sings in that key. He said, just belt it out. Whatever you put down, if it don't work, don't matter. I said, okay. So I sang it and I belted it out like he said. That was the take that they kept that won all those Grammys. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Yeah, let's do it. That's what I'm talking about.
Blessing the ladies in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. So we recently had to go to New York because you know I want to write for other groups. You got to come to Los Angeles. Just like Aretha, because I can sing it like her. She said, you trying to take over my ability? I said, no, Aretha, no. When I was singing just like her, I didn't have to do that. He said, you're in because my son loves your voice so much. The song that you sent in, he thinks that's a great song for me. The Ladiva album. Skip Scarborough was producing Aretha Franklin. He said, Mama, this song, sister, you got to do this song. Really wrote it for her. In the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it. Blessing the ladies in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Hey, whatever's on.
Lee Lounge with Frenchie. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. In the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it. And I think it's because the love went into the record. This new set of people, Attila Zane Giles and David Crawford, who's back from the first LP, and Tina Clark. Between those three, the ingredients were the proper ingredients, and we were able to capture what we wanted this time. First LP was kind of like dogfight. This one was a lot of warmth and love. And everybody was nice to me. Yeah, you know, in this day where the producers are more famous. Well, my first album, it's good, and I'm not knocking it. It's been better. You have to have determination and passion. I was passionate about what I do. I give it every thing I have. I lay my heart on the floor. I leave the stage. I'm full of sweat. I'm crying. I'm out of my mind by the time I leave. Any Vesta show you go to, anybody will tell you I'll give it everything I have. Vesta's untimely death at the age of 53 left those who knew her best to ponder all that might have been. If she had had the right promotion and the right people around her, I think she would have been just as big as anyone else, the Shakas or Aretha's, anybody. Here is an artist who I have heard her do things vocally that just make the hair stand on the back of my neck. Artists like that should be heard by the masses. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Sing the ladies in the VIP lounge with Frenchie.
Blessing the ladies in the VIP lounge with friendship. Special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. You are now on the guest list for the VIP lounge. My special, special tribute to Vesta Williams. Follow 
discussing the ladies in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. You are now on the guest list for the VIP lounge. Live in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. You are now on the guest list for the VIP lounge. Sharing a special tribute to Vesta Williams. It's a very special showcase today.
Embracing the ladies in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Sharing a special tribute in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. It's all about the special tribute to Vesta Williams right here in the lounge. It's a very special show today featuring not one, not two, not even three, but four very special guests. But this is the tribute to the passing of Vesta Williams. Live in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. The greatest soulful memories with Frenchie. Yeah. 
Celebrating the anniversary of Vesta Williams, who passed away. You are now on the guest list for the VIP Lounge. In the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it. I'm your host, they call me Frenchie. And you know what? Live in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. You are now on the guest list. For the VIP Lounge.
We now have Asher and Simpson in the lounge Preparing the way for a special tribute to Marvin Gaye Love just does not make it right Featuring the super talented writers of Asher and Simpson Thank you. 
you're now on the guest list for the VIP Lounge. Presenting Frenchies in the VIP Lounge. It's all about Nick Ashford and Valerie Simpson. Alias Ashford and Simpson. Preparing a special tribute for Marvin Gaye. Is it day?
You are now on the guest list for the VIP Lounge. Live in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. While we were approached to submit songs for Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, I think it was Johnny Bristol and Mm -hmm. Harvey Fuqua, who were Mm -hmm. the producers at the time, they were producing Marvin Gaye and Tammy. And actually, that was our entree into Motown. And the song that we gave them, which was Ain't No Mountain High Enough, we had just played it for Dusty Springfield, and we almost gave it to her. But then realizing that Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell were looking for a song, it felt so right for them that we had to call up Dusty and say, so sorry, but we got to pull out a song and give it to Johnny. And that's how he got the song. It took root from Val and myself because Val and I like to sing together. When we played it for them, they were all smiles. And I think they felt different because we were so joyous to be there. They just felt, oh, mm, they got the flavor we want. Come from church background, so we always had a, like a gospel undercurrent. Even though we tried to be really pop, it always had that gospel flavor to it. Marvin loved it. And Jameson, she is very sassy, you know. They wanted to do the song, so that was it. Marvin really had a way with all the ladies. It was like, if you put him on a record with another woman. He just like embraced her, whoever it was. He made everybody's game go up. I think that was so special about him. And then he had this love. He did all kinds of music. And a lot of artists of his stature might not have thought, well, I don't even want to share myself. But he really gave it up to any woman he sang with. And he really made each one of them enhanced by his presence, I think. I think the physical attraction between their two voices was just gravitating because she was very sassy and he had that growl that, you know, people love to hear from him and I think that's what made it really work because it's just sexuality and they're singing and he could pull those lyrics out so you know it was great. We worked right up to her becoming ill so I don't have the years on that but it was a very trying time you know they had just started touring and doing so well and she seemed so happy at the time and I can remember some of those sessions you know having to go in and work very slowly with her she just wanted to work and even through her illness she would come in we would get him down and then we'd take our time to the very end she wanted to work. We just showed the spirit. Tammy, to me, was pure woman. I mean, she loved men, first of all, flirt all the time. And I think that's one of the things that gave her that appealing in her voice. It was always, daddy, you know, like, I'm, you're going to be my big daddy. I love that about her because she made every man she came in contact with feel more masculine. And I think that was a good thing. I think he took it pretty hard. I mean, them being so close like they were, I think it took him a while to realize what was happening. Even when we were recording The Last Days, I think he was so protective of her and always trying to make her comfortable and just making sure everything with her was all right. And I think he's the one who gave her the strength finishing the song. She'd just get tired and he'd say, oh, Tammy, you can do it. And she would muster up again and get that girly thing going again and she could do it. And it was amazing. And I know it got to him pretty bad. It took him a while to get over it. Well, you know, Marvin was such a wild thing in a way. He had many personalities, you know. He was always on the brink of discovery. To me, he was always working on something new. I want to change. First, he wanted to be just a pure pop singer, and Barry Nim didn't want that. And then he changed his idea about that. But when he'd mess around at the piano, I think that's when the real Marvin come out. Not someone producing him, but him throwing out his feelings. And I think that's how he came into his own as a songwriter producer himself. I think the irony is that he knew where he was and who he was so long before the company even would allow him to be. Mm-hmm. 
because it sat there for a year. It was so new they couldn't hear it. They couldn't understand it. This message was going to reach the masses. A treasure that sat on a shelf for a year because we were waiting for them to grow up. Well, I don't think anyone knew how good he was. I think it was like a discovery for everybody that he could find those great chords and put his thoughts to them, I think. No one really knew how good he really was. But even in the hearing, the idea that they just couldn't hear it and grab it, you would think, what's going on? You not know you got a hit on your hands? Why do I have to wait a year? Well, at that time, it was so controversial. I think they wanted to keep the Motown platform just love Love themes. I think that was the holdback for that album. It's ironic that the whole message is still the same, and we're still asking the same questions, you know. Musically, you know, it just holds up forevermore. You know, he wanted to be a football player and all of that. He did a lot of things. Great comedic skills. <laughs> and you wanted to laugh sometimes, but it was so bad you just saw oh, Marvin. Please. please. That's not funny. But he loved jokes. Great sense of humor, great mm-hmm. spirit. And when we were working with him early, we were amazed he would mesmerize you just standing in front of the microphone. Whereas a lot of people didn't think he was a great performer as a solo artist. If you saw him in the studio in front of a microphone, you got everything because he used his whole body to deliver his sound. So he was so much more demonstrative. And then when he did it on stage, he'd just do it like this in the studio. Wow. He was one of the most gifted voices. If I could have anybody's throat to say, I'll take it, I would take his. It just embodied all the emotions, everything you wanted. And yet, and it reached everybody. It wasn't a soul voice. It wasn't like a, a white voice. It was just a voice that just touched the very core of your being. And that on top of the great lyric and the great feeling that he had for music. And when you put that on a great lyric, because it was real, you sense it was real. My memory of Marvin Gaye is just his originality. And I wish all the artists of today would try to find their own voices the way he found his. The way he would come to us and bring his thing and make our thing better. He brought his own self to himself and gave us an original offering. He's an original man. His original gift to himself, you know, and what he had to offer was like, ooh, way ahead of his time. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell ain't no mountain high enough. Somehow, oh baby, that ain't 
you are now on the guest list for the VIP Lounge. It's all about Marvin Gaye in the lounge. VIP Lounge. In the VIP Lounge with Frenchy. Let's do it. And another legend left, Bill Withers. But it's going to be a lovely day. He's left us with a legacy. I'm your host, they call me Frenchy, right here in the VIP Lounge. When I wake up in the morning, love. Sunlight hurts my eyes And something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be a lovely, When the day that lies ahead of me 
impossible to face When someone else instead of me Always seems to know the way Then I look at you And the world's all right with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be A lovely day Can't we just talk it over? 
Sheldon so good and I would like to invite you to join me in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Let's go. Hey, I'm Chris Jasper and it would be my pleasure if you would come and join me in the VIP lounge with Frenchie. In the VIP lounge, my very special guest, an absolute legend, featured with the famous band the Izzy Brothers but also more importantly, it is the one and only Chris Jasper. How are you, Chris? I'm doing great. I was inducted along with the Icy Brothers into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1992. And most recently, we all won Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. And that was 2014. So those are the two biggest ones. Of course, there's the BET Lifetime Achievement Award. There's going to be the R&B Society, also a Lifetime Achievement Award. And that's for me personally. There's so many of them. I guess the reason I wanted to introduce this record is because it's a track that I wrote about people coming together and living together in peace. And the song is called Caravan of Love. And I hope all of you in the VIP lounge, you know, will enjoy this song. Caravan of Love. 
I guess my journey started when I was a young kid. My mom encouraged me to take lessons at seven years old. I'd studied piano ever since that time. When I got with the Izzy Brothers, professionally, I had known them practically all my life, and my sis married one of the older guys, Rudolph Isley, and that brought the two families closer together. So we knew each other all our lives, but professionally, we didn't start recording together until after they left Motown, after they did the song, This So Heart of Mine. And the three of us younger guys, me, Ernie, and Marvin, we had a trio called the Jasmine Trio. They wanted us to start playing with them. We kind of got together, you know, slowly. We started to play on their records and play on live performances with them. Public saw us in 1973 with the recording of That Lady. I think as a songwriter, I kind of started early with the Jasmine Trio group. I wrote a few songs for our group. We never published them. We never put them out. You know, the older Isis, even Ernie and Marvin, started to notice that I could write songs. At the time, the public recognized it was the album right before That Lady, the album called Brother, Brother, Brother. And I wrote a song called Love Put Me on the Corner. It was the first song that I'd had published professionally. This song that's coming up is kind of personal to me because when we did the video, my wife played the part of the insatiable woman in the video. I know I gave away the title, but this is called Insatiable Woman. Listen and enjoy. You are now on the guest list for the VIP lounge.
member of the Isley Brothers. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. My career with the Isley Brothers was a learning experience, very exciting because of the touring and all the traveling that we did together. It was also exciting because of all of the accomplishments, you know, all the gold and platinum records. It was just one year after the next something new was happening from 1973 to 83. It was like I said, if I'd put it into, you know, like one phrase, it was just an incredible learning experience. Favorite moments, I guess, were the moments in the studio creating the music. As a composer, starting off very young, that's the thing I like most about the recording business, is making new music. Like before we had ideas, I can remember in the studio, you know, putting those ideas down, sometimes coming up with lyrics. And that whole process to me was rewarding because like I said, I started out as a composer and so those are the things that are most dear to me. We had sales all over the world, but as a group with the Isley Brothers, when I was with them, we just toured in the States. We didn't go globally when we were together, but I can tell you that a venue that most sticks out that we played was Madison Square Garden in New York. We played there like five or six times, and every time we played there, there was a full house. I guess in the States here, there's nothing more electric than Madison Square Garden. Hello, everyone out there in the VIP lounge. I have a few songs that I'd like to introduce to you. First is Harvest 
for the world. A very special song to me and for the group. And at the time, you know, we had just come off a number one album, Heat Is On, and Harvest For The World was the next single. You know, reached out to the world with a very, very positive message. Listen and enjoy. Live in the VIP Lounge with Frenchie.
Now this next song, For the Love of You, is a very special song for me. I wrote this song right after I graduated from college. I was just getting into gear, you know, writing love songs and writing also, you know, the funk as well. But For the Love of You was probably the most played song after Fight the Power from the Heat Is On album. And here it is, For the Love of You. The Greatest Soulful Memories with Frenchie.
seems that I've done just about all that I can do. I know that I'm living for the love of you. Oh, yes, I am. I know that I'm living for the love, love of you. Every, every day I'm living for love of you. I'm You are now on the guest list for the VIP lounge. Now, this song here is a very, very special song. It was a collaboration between the three of us younger guys, me, Ernie, and Marvin. And I remember we didn't have a title for it. I just, spur the moment, came up with Between the Sheets. I don't know where it came from. It just hit my mind. We just developed a song from there, and it ended up being one of the biggest songs that we have ever done. So, in the VIP lounge, check this one out. The Greatest Soulful Memories with Frenchie. We still have our guests and we have a very, very special tribute coming up. But right now, it's Chris Jasper from the Izzy Brothers. Hey girl, ain't no mystery At least, as far as I can see I wanna keep you here Laying next to me Sharing our love Between the sheets Sweet love between the sheets. 
music to make you feel good. SonicStreamRadio.net. I didn't see you coming, but I heard your hearts longing for intimacy, just like me. How could I fall in love so deep before we even meet? Why do I know you so? My dope ox is on repeat A love like no other I'd felt before This love, it got me Like no one has got me before A love so deep Entered me to the ocean Sophie Ripley, Tom Glide, easing us nicely into Ralph Gum and Simmy. How deep is your love? How deep is your
sassy single from Ralph Gum and Simi. How deep is your love? Don't forget, Ralph is one of the crew right here on Sonic Stream Radio. This is now Get Down Saturday Night featuring Full Flav and Shanty Savage. I'll never forget the time um, I had Oliver Cheatham. He was appearing in Birmingham at Faces and I had to look after him and took him to the Pizza Hut and you know what happened we had a furry friend in the restaurant and he didn't go down too well but that's another time another place let's get down
hope you enjoyed my special little feature with Vesta Williams, The Emotions, Ashton and Simpson, of course, Chris Jasper. Presenting Frenchies in the VIP Lounge. From London to New York. In the VIP Lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it. This is Dexter Wansell as the unofficial ambassador for the Powerhouse Reunion Party in Birmingham. I'd like to thank Frenchie and all of his listeners for the wonderful acceptance of the music that I've been a part of. This is recording artist and radio presenter Ashley Scott from Soulful Sounds Radio on Sonic Stream Radio. I'd like to invite everyone to the Christmas Birmingham Powerhouse Jazz Funk Reunion Party on Saturday, December 18th. 2021. Merry Christmas to all of you and please enjoy the party. from Good Vibrations Music.
What's going on, everybody? I'd like you to join me and Frenchie. Come listen to some good music and have a good time. Good time. Good time. Straight after me, you have the House Elements Show with Paul Lewis. An eclectic mixture of music, soulful, and a bit of classics too. Girl Candace Whitson. Don't forget, I'm here to remind you Saturday, December the 18th, Birmingham Powerhouse Reunion Party. You don't want to miss it. It's with your boy Frenchie at the Powerhouse. Man, it's your man, so I would love you to join me with your star Frenchie. You already know what it is. It is. In the VIP lounge with Frenchie. Let's do it. 